guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Podders with myself, Brian, and as always, it is my very good friend, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? I know about you. Well, I'm not great. Oh, no. Um, I was walking to work yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just outside my house, walked onto the road. Looked like a perfectly normal day. Little did I know it was the slippiest day of the year. <laughs> and I, my, both my feet went from underneath me and I landed on my coccyx. And nice. it's very, very sore at the moment. And so I'm kind of waddling about the place. <laughs> so the only, the only sort of uh, upside is after I managed to get up and sort of waddle my way to the side of the, to the pavement, this girl who must have stayed about, I don't know, eight or ten houses down from us, came out of her, her house, walked onto the middle of the road and decked it as well. And then when I get off the tram, <laughs> normally I step off the step, but I thought, no, the day I'm walking down to the wee crossing. A guy stepped off the step, decked it, and then a woman followed him and she decked it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when I got to work, my manager had fell in the way to work and one of the lads had fell in the way to work as well. It's just one of those days. You know, have your permanent phone? <laughs> no, I never. Timpsons. It's about <laughs> fifteen ninety nine. Never had them. Uh, so, yeah, that was that's how I am just now. Um, I know you've been to see some movies. What movies have you been to see, Ryan? Uh, I went and saw... Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri yesterday, along with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. How did you enjoy those movies? I um, enjoyed both of them. Uh, I was going to take it or leave it with Jumanji, because we went and saw Three Billboards first, and loved that movie. Um, yeah. Really good. Um, from the trailers, I was interested in it because I liked the kind of humour and some of the stuff in it, but it was like a, there was a lot more dark kind of stuff in it than what I was expecting. Yeah, it's pretty uh, heavy at times. Aye. So, yeah, really enjoyed that one. <clears throat> and then um, I went and saw Jumanji after it, and that was just like one you can just switch your brain off to, but still enjoyed it. It was funnier than what I was expecting, so... Yeah, it's um, quite good fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's alright. It's, I, I could have done without like, the, the ending of the movie and stuff like that, but that's just like what you can like, expect for these kind of cheesy action movies. Um, Cliché-filled. What's quite good about it, Jumanji, is like, even though everyone's saying, oh, oh it's pretty good, it's pretty good, it, people could say it's the best movie ever and it would never have raised my expectations for it. Yeah. Just from what I felt. Do you think uh, Francis, Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell will get nominated? Uh, I think probably Sam Rockwell might. Um, I don't know about... Francis McDormand, just because I don't really know who she's up against, so I don't know, but I, I think Sam Rockwell was she showed a more of a range, I think, probably than what she did, she was just I think generally through it like um, I don't know how to describe but I mean, but she's she was like on the kind of same level the whole way, and I'm not saying like that was as if she was, wasn't good enough or anything but it was. I think he showed more of a range from yeah. his performance. He, he was excellent in it, wasn't he? Aye, he's excellent yeah. in everything though. I love yeah, that well. pretty, pretty much. Um, yeah, I saw I saw both those movies. Well, I saw I'd already seen Jumanji. Saw three billboards. 
um, saw Coco, mm-hmm. and we saw the Darkest Hour last night. Touching oh, yeah. on touching on the dark, not the dark. I'm not going to talk about the Darkest Hour. I cannot wait for Downsizing to come out, so that I don't have to watch the trailer anymore. I know. I'm yeah. fed up watching that trailer. Um, no, I was saying that yesterday, like because it came on before Three Billboards, and I would expect it to come on before that. But then it came on before Jumanji as well, and I was like, uh, this doesn't seem like a kind of kids film or a like young person's movie. Really, it seems more of a adult kind of movie. So I was a bit perturbed by that. Yeah, I'm just uh, done with it. I kind of wanted to see the film. Like, wasn't I? Wouldn't wasn't like desperate to see it. But I was like, "Oh, that looks interesting." But it's totally put me off. Just like, I've decided I've, I've, I've I think I've seen the film already. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those trailers that gives you everything as well. Anyway, talking about trailers. Uh, but oh, the darkest hour, by the way, is a pretty good film. It's one of those films. That, like, this is going to sound weird, but I kind of liken it to Scarface. Right. And what I mean by that is like. Scarface in itself as a movie is alright but Al Pacino as Tony Montana is incredible and I like that's why I think of The Darkest Hour like The Darkest Hour in of itself is alright but Gary Oldman as Churchill is amazing like he's unbelievable as Churchill Mm. Um, worth a watch Um, anyway trailers what we got today Ryan so we have a few trailers. The first one that we'll start off with is the uh, second trailer for Tomb Raider. Right. Um, so <clears throat> this is directed by someone who has the name of Roar Uthok. I know. Um, yeah, okay. Um, the synopsis for the movie is the film tells us about the first expedition of Lara Croft in which she goes to complete her father's research and uncover ancient secrets capable of clearing her name. It's starring Alicia Vikander, Dominic West, or Walton Goggins. Brian, tell me, what did you think of this movie? Or trailer? I thought it was okay. Um, it, this was going to sound silly, but it looks like Tomb Raider. Yeah. Like, it looks like one of the games, especially the, I don't know if it's the last game, but did you play the one that was quite popular with the PlayStation and Xbox a few years ago, and it starts and she's in the forest with a bow and arrow? No, nah, I, I think the last time I played it was back in the day on the PS1 when you're walking people in oh, right. freezers. And it was one of the, <laughs> and it was one of the, like, when you're playing that game, it's like every now and again it will say, ask you to, like, you'll they'll be like, oh, there's a tomb nearby, do you want to raid it? And it's not like an actual, it's like a, it's like a side part of the game. Um, but I'd, I have a feeling that this isn't going to be any good. I just think it's, I don't know, I think it's going to get too, things that work fine in games, I don't think work necessarily in movies, and I think this is going to be, too much like the game. Now, some people might like that. That's maybe what some people exactly what some people are looking for. But I think for me, I would probably f- prefer it just a little bit pulled back, a little bit toned down from what the games are like. But I like the games enough that I'll, I'm intrigued to, that I'll go and watch this. I like her as well. I like Alicia uh, Vikander. I think she's really good. Um, I like Dominic West is good as well. So I will I will go ch- check it out. Although I don't imagine he'll be in it that much. 
Uh, yeah, I think Alicia, Alicia Vikander's like the only thing I like about this so far. Um, I was saying to you earlier, it's the four three billboards that I saw the first trailer for this and then just watched the second one before we started. And um, they're, they're, I think they're like two different trailers, really. Yeah. Um, two different feels to them, but both trailers, I think both of them didn't really do much for me. I was like, alright, okay, it's, it's a film that maybe if there's nothing else on, I'll go and see. Um, but I don't think I'll, I'll particularly go out my way to go and watch it. So, um, I think what you're saying, everything about it, it does look like a video game movie. Um, and it seems like it's going to be like filled with cliches and all this type of stuff. So, um, yeah, hit or miss for me, really. I'm not really bothered if I go and see it, but um, it's part of the course for old video game movies, really, isn't it? Yeah, still waiting for a good one. One day. Possibly. Unless Wreck-It Ralph counts. Does that count? I would probably count it, yeah. Hmm, maybe uh, maybe play a one to an extent as well, because it's going to have, I think, loads of video game uh, references in it. Maybe. Cool. Um, right, okay, so the second one then is uh, Beast of Burden. Uh, so that says directed by Jesper Ganslad. I think that's right. Um, so, Sean Haggerty only has one hour to deliver his illegal cargo. An hour to reassure a drug a cartel, a hitman, and the DEA that nothing is wrong. An hour to make sure his wife survives, and he must do it all from the cockpit of his Cessna. Starring Daniel Radcliffe, Pablo Schreiber, and Grace Gummer. And your thoughts on this one? Awful. It looks absolutely awful, and that like this was one I had. Uh, I, I've not actually seen many many Daniel Rad- Radcliffe movies. Like I've only, I've not even seen all the Harry Potters, but people speak quite highly of him and some of the movie choices he's made. Because I think he's he's really trying hard to get away from Harry Potter, isn't he? Yeah. And when I saw the title and and like so, I thought this was going to be like some sort of really like creepy. Like, maybe he was some sort of, like, I don't know, serial killer or something. I don't know what I was expecting. And so I was like, oh, this might be, this might have some potential. And then watched it, and it looked terrible. The The production of it looks terrible. Like, do you know how it had those bits, like, coming up, like, I don't know what it was saying, but it was like, will he run out of time? It will be, like, in font, black, or will he save? I don't know what it said. But it looked like some sort of... Um, school film project. Yeah. It never looked like a it was an actual like Hollywood movie. It it looked awful. Um so I wouldn't even be surprised if this never made it to cinema. It looks that bad. Yeah, it doesn't look great, does it? No. Um I think that those were the things it was like the production quality was the stuff that stood out to me. Because um, I thought I, I, I can't remember what bit it was, but it was a bit when I think it was like an action sequence that was happening, and I thought the way this shot is shot looks really, like really cheap. Like it looks like something that would be straight to DVD or straight to uh, Netflix or something like that. Um, but no, it's um, doesn't it doesn't look great. And I, like at first, I was slightly intrigued. I thought, I wonder if this could if this would be something that might end up being a bit like. Um, was it a Tom Hardy movie, uh, Lock, where it's like one person like just oh, focused right. on him in like the cockpit type thing, and he has to try and do yeah. everything he's doing from there. But 
No, it looks like there's going to be too many other people involved. Um, and it looks like it'll be shite, so... Yeah, yeah. that is an accurate description. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> shite! <laughs> um, Alright, anything else you want to say about it? Not really. I think the less said about this, the better. It was just that we were struggling a wee bit for for trailers this week. I was trying to find them. I did this on Thursday. I know the Phantom Fred one. Another Phantom Fred one was came out yesterday. Um, so go check that out, guys, if you want to see that. But uh, this no. Let's just <laughs> put Beast of Burden in the bin. In room uh, one hundred one, get Frank, <laughs> Frank Skinner on the line. Get it room one one hundred one. Okay. Uh, we'll mosey on to the next one. So, uh, next trailer is for Beirut, uh, directed by somebody's name that I can't actually say, so Brad Anderson. Um, so, this is set in the 1980s Beirut, where Mason Skiles, a former US diplomat, returns to service to save a colleague from a group of a group responsible for the death of his family, uh, starring John Hamm, Rosamund Pike and Dean Norris. Thoughts on this one? Um, it was okay. It was fine. It's probably the best of a bad bunch of trailers this week, at least in my opinion. Um, but even at that, it's one of those movies. It's like I'm sure if I watched it, like I would be like, "Oh, that was fine. That was all right." Um, kept me interested. But at the same time, I feel like if I don't see it, I'm not going to feel like I've missed out on anything. Um, I know you're not a biggest fan, but I quite like John John Hamm. Uh, uh, that Rose is it Rosamund Pike? Yeah, she's she's in loads now, isn't she? And she's good as well. And so that, there's definitely enough people in there. The big guy that plays Hank and Breaking Bad's in it as well, isn't he? Aye, we're here. Yeah, which is it's a quite bit strange. unsettling. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, it's one of those films. Like if I saw it, I'm, I'm sure it, I would be like, oh yeah, that was fine. But it, it doesn't have me wanting to go to the cinema to to see it. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. Again, it seems like it could be something on Netflix or or something like that. Um, But yeah, I think that the cast is probably the thing that does draw me to it, maybe a wee bit more. Um, uh, Baby Driver's turned around on John Hamm, so I'm I'm happy enough to watch him or give him another go and stuff. Sure. Um, Rosamund Pike, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but like she she bothers me, so... (laughs) It's hit or miss with her. Um, and then we've started uh, rewatching. Hey, Pinky. Uh, <laughs> you bother me. <laughs> um, I, we've started. Uh, uh, I've started rewatching uh, Breaking Bad, and Sarah's watching it for the first time now. Um, right. And loving old Hank. Like, he's so good. So, um, I'm interested to see what he's going to do outside of Breaking Bad and what he can do with some hair. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean maybe it'll be like Samson, um, be biblical reference for you there. When he's got a lot, when he's got hair. He's dead powerful. Oh, nice. So Didn't you know about this guy? So uh, maybe, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah, best of the best of a bad bunch, I think, for me this week. Yeah. Um, again, as you say, it's something I'm not really going to be bothered if I don't see it. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to. The old news. Let's. So, John Schnepp, Schnepp, I don't know how much I struggle to see his name so much there, <laughs> Big John Schnepp, um, who most people will probably know from Collider Movie Talk, 
says and, and said very adamantly that Tom Holland is going to be in Venom. Now, he he said it on Movie Talk, and then he said it on Collider Heroes the next day, and he was saying it won't be Spider-Man, it'll be Peter Parker, it's a cameo, but what that is, he, he doesn't know. But he, he he says it's going to happen. He said some little birdies told him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, do you think it will happen, and how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I think it will. I think they need to have some kind of tie-in to, like, you know, this is part of, like, the overall kind of Spider-Man world. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we got, like, some actual Spider-Man reference or cameo, but, uh, yeah, I've I've not seen the episode that you're talking about in movie talk, so I don't know. He's usually quite good at this stuff, though, isn't he? Like, he's the Oracle, he's the call stuff, usually quite well. Yeah, he protected the Black Panther thing, didn't he? What was that? Black Panther director came out the other day and said that it's going to be like uh, like James Bond. And apparently two weeks ago, John Schnepp said on one of the shows that it gives him a James Bond vibe. Oh, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> See, it's given me, from what I've saw the trailers, it's given me like an Iron Man kind of vibe. I feel like I just feel like Black Panther's becoming a new Iron Man. Yeah, definitely. I think that makes sense with the whole like money and technology thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Venom, but yeah. um, I think no, I think you're right. I think he probably will be in there. Um, I think we'll get a Spider-Man if if he's in his Peter Parker. Like, is that's who we see? That's who uh, Tom Hardy's character interacts with Eddie, is Eddie Brockman Venom he's playing or Flash Thompson is, is Eddie Brockman in it oh, I'm not sure I think it is and I think I think there will be some sort of reference of Spider-Man how I feel about it is that everyone's like oh it's people are saying it's sort of on like either side of the fence aren't they like oh this is great you need if you're having a Venom movie you need Spider-Man which I, I agree with but at the same time He's apparently got this is going to have nothing to do with the MCU, and I just think that's weird that Tom Holland's Spider Man is floating about two different universes the MCU and the Spider Verse. So, I'm some I'm kind of holding out hope that actually, like them all saying that uh, Venom has nothing to do with the MCU, it's just sort of smoke screens. And uh, yeah. hope, hopefully it will be. I think so. Like he's, for me, for me personally, anyway. Like I, I don't mind if it's if he's not involved in the bigger MCU picture. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you can have Venom and not have Spider Man like in the same story at some point or other. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously have like Carnage in there as well. Have something going on with the three of them. Like I don't, I don't there's understand r- how. There's a rumor that Carnage will be the the villain in the Venom movie. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. And and Venom doesn't have to be a play any any other part with. He doesn't even have to interact with them. It's just an acknowledgement, really, that this is the same. The same place, just to make it a bit more sense for everyone, because I think it was a. Uh, Schnepp or who who's the other guy that's on Heroes? John. What's the guy's name? The big Star Trek fan. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Oh yeah, um, begins with a B, didn't it? Robert Robert Meyer Burnett. Oh uh, yeah, 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 Robert Burnett. He he was saying like I think it was either him or, or John Schnepp that was saying that well Iron Man fought the Mandarin like in Iron Man Three. Yeah. And well, not really the Mandarin, but you know what I mean. And it's never been brought up in any of the other films. Like same with Whiplash, has never been brought up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So these superheroes can fight other villains and interact with other villains, and it's not necessarily going to like be an issue that they're not brought up in future movies with all the other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I believe Schnepp. I think Tom Holland will be in Venom. Anyway, so Leonardo DiCaprio has officially been cast in Quentin Tarantino's uh, untitled new movie which is set during the Manson murders of uh, 1969. I think he's going to be playing an actor at, at the time, so they're still waiting to cast his... Is it his stunt double they're going to cast? Um, yeah. Not sure. So, how do you feel about old DiCaprio with Quentin? Yeah, um, sounds good. The last time the two of them worked together, it was pretty good, so... Um... I am all good for it, all up for it. I've heard the same thing. I think he's supposed to be playing like an aging actor, and it's kind of his story as this is all going on around him or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy enough with that. I've heard it's apparently Tom Cruise is probably likely to be cast as yeah um, a prosecutor or something like that. Oh really? Uh, um, I think it's quite interesting because obviously the last time we had. Um, De- obviously DiCaprio's done one movie with Quentin Tarantino already uh, with Django Unchained and he he's amazing in it and probably would have get probably would have get in my opinion nominated and won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor had Christoph Waltz not been in the same movie as him um, so he's probably going to get nominated for an Oscar for this one because he most times he does a film he gets nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. Um do you think he'd be the lead character in this one? I imagine so this time. Hey. It's quite hard to tell with Tarantino films because other than, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm sure people will be able to correct me, but when I think of Tarantino films, other than maybe Django and Kill Bill, it's sort of ensemble pieces, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they're not, all, they're not really... I mean, even Django and Kill Bill are ensemble pieces as well, but you've got your two 100% definite. These are the two main characters here. Aye. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think from what I've heard, it's going to be like two agent actors, so I don't know if it's going to be maybe the same kind of thing where it's a kind of ensemble-type setup. but um, I'd be happy if, obviously, if Leo's going to be the lead, then yeah, yeah. have at it. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. I think Margot Robbie's going to end up in this one as well. Yeah. Um, so obviously reunite them from their time on Wolf of Wall Street. Um, cool. Um, so there's some rumours starting to circulate that Hugh Jackman is backtracking on Wolverine. Obviously he said that he's done, he's he's not going to do it anymore. Now this comes from Sebastian Stan who said that they've both been talking about it, but Sebastian Stan hasn't actually said what they've said in these conversations um, so who knows but tons of people are sort of like reporting about this do you 
Do you think he'll return and would you like him to return? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think he will return. Um, and I don't know if I want him to return like I do. Um, but at the same time, his story was wrapped up pretty nicely. Yeah. And this is one of these things like, it's like, it reminds me football players who come back to like football teams, they're never the same when they come back and play for a second time. So, yeah. It's one of these things. Is like I, I don't know if we're going to get the same Wolverine really if, if that was to happen. So especially with it now, like obviously falling under Disney. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I think I maybe would like to see somebody else have a go at it and give it a shot. Really. Yeah. Um, it it's a difficult one because obviously, like I think if the news came out tomorrow and said Hugh Jackman's going to be in the next whatever film. Um, I'd be, I'd probably like oh brilliant I can't wait to see that just to yeah, see what it, how it was all going to like play out. The reason I don't think it will happen is because he's already about a year removed from Logan, probably a year and a half actually from when he finished shooting it. Disney don't get the rights for about what another twelve fourteen months. Aye, like once it will all go through. Now I know Marvel will be planning ahead way ahead to get things like as soon as they've got the rights I'm sure they'll have things in place that they're going to how they're going to weave stories into the universe but I just think because all that's gone through it's too far away for Hugh Jackman because he's he's well in, he's in, in his 50s now isn't he aye aye so, old man so yeah old man Logan exactly so I just think it's just maybe two or three years too late to get to get him into the Marvel Universe, which in hindsight is actually great news because had it been two or three years earlier, we wouldn't have got Old Man Logan, which is arguably, people would argue it's the best superhero film of all time, so yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Um, as to who could play him, there was always the rumours of Tom Hardy, but now is he technically in the MCU but after what we've just discussed? I don't know. I don't know who could be the new Wolverine, but yeah, I can't wait to see all the X Men characters in MCU, especially like ones that weren't portrayed well, like Cyclops and Jean Grey. Like, I'm looking forward to see seeing them. Yeah. Same. Um, uh, last bit before we quickly get through the rundown as quick as possible. Um, we have Finn. Uh, Wolfhard of Stranger Things and It uh, is joining the cast of The Goldfinch uh, which is a boy in New York is taken by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art How do you feel about young Finn Wolf Wolfhard? In general uh I really like him. Uh, we fin- finally got um, Stranger Things finished, so... Um, not seen season two yet. Have you not? It's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, he, uh, he was brilliant in that. He was brilliant in it as well. Um, so, yeah, got a lot of faith in this young boy. Um, he's, as you know, I'm not the greatest fan of child actors, but he's pretty <laughs> good, I think, so... Um, aye, um, sounds alright. Um, the story sounds alright as well. So yeah, why not? 
Yeah, I mean, it's also got Sarah Paulson and Ansel uh, Elgort. Um, I, I'm with you, like, obviously the, the, the wee lad's in Stranger Things, and in the first season he's good in it. Like, they're all, I mean, they're all good in it, aren't they? Um, right. So, uh, had I had just seen Stranger Things, I'd have been like, yeah, that's fine. But because of his performance in it, like, when I saw Stranger Things, like, and saw this kid, and I don't know if it's just the way, I don't know, I've been probably just been hard on a little wee lad, but it's the way he looks or whatever, and he, like, the kids he, kid he plays in it, I was like, oh, that's him, isn't it? Like, he's... That's that's the kind of character he's always going to play. But then in it, he plays this like cocky little, aye, aye. like his character's so different from Stranger Things. So that's what makes me a wee bit more excited to see what what he's going to do. And just like who else is in it, like with Baby Driver and Ansel Elgort, um, I I really enjoyed him in that, and I like Sarah Paulson as well. So, um, and you're right, that does sound like a decent movie. So I'm quite quite interested in this one when it comes out. I'm not too sure what date. Well. I'm assuming it's out this year, probably 2019 actually, but um, probably something I'll be keeping my eye out for. Yeah, I'd not really heard it until now, so um, I, it'll be something I'll keep my eye on for like a trailer. Um, yeah, yeah. What else comes out for it? Definitely. Um, so we'll, I'll go through the rundown as quick as possible, and then we can point out the things that we are. Yeah, what sort of stuck, stuck out to us? Uh, Stanley Tucci joins the cast of uh, Maria uh, Colvin biopic A Private War, which is an American an American war correspondent. Uh, Maria Colvin reports the conflicts, in, uh, including Kos- Kosovo, Chechnya, uh, East Timor, and the Middle East. Uh, ben Wheatley, who directed Free Fire, is shooting a mysterious project, like currently shooting a mysterious project. Uh, Jessica Chastain and Octavia Spence are going to star in a Christmas comedy. Um, it doesn't have a title as of yet, um, but apparently these two have become friends since they were both in The Help, and uh, they've been wanting to work together ever since. Isn't that nice? Lovely. Yes. Uh, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead, who uh, from you might know from Ten Cloverfield Lane or Scout Pilgrim, uh, will be the female lead in Ang Lee's forthcoming thriller, uh, Gemini Man. Uh, it's an action movie. Um, so we quick synopsis. An over-the-hill hitman faces off against a younger clone of himself, um, which I'm assuming is who Will Smith is playing in that movie. Uh, the 90th Academy Awards nominations in all 24 Oscar categories will be announced in a two-part live presentation on Tuesday, uh, which is the 23rd. Uh, via global live stream on oscars.com so you can all have a wee watch of that um, Solo A Star Wars Story has its synopsis which I'll just quickly read to you um, Board the Millennium Falcon and journey to the galaxy far far away in Solo A Star Wars Story an all new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy through a series of daring escapades deep within the dark and dangerous criminal underworld Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gambler Lando Calrissian Cal Rissian uh, in a journey that will set the course for one of the Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. Uh, we've got a new image for the Ant-Man and the Wasp, a new image for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Anthony Mackie says Infinity, Infinity War will feature a 40 superhero smackdown. Uh, 
27-year-old boxer Florian... I don't know how you say his name. <laughs> Florian uh, Montenu, uh, whatever, that's what we'll go with. <laughs> Casting Creed 2 will play Ivan Drago's son. Chris Hemsworth has potentially filmed his last ever scenes as Thor. Uh, first look at Zac Efron as serial killer Ted Bundy. And the French word for muggle is non-migny. Deadpool wishing Betty White a happy birthday. And released this week, The Post, The Commuter. Uh, It said Coco on launching films. And and which I find to be very reliable. However, I saw Coco last Saturday. So... That's not it this week. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what? Uh, any anything stand out to you there? Uh, yeah, a, a few. So I'll just run through them, like just the ones um, you mentioned there. So the Ben Wheatley um, shooting a mysterious project. I like any director who does that type of stuff. Like, well, yeah. um, I always remember Cloverfields with JJ, and it was all like like weird viral marketing they done for it, and. Nobody really knew what it was about until it was released, so I love all that type of stuff. So, in fact, it's mysterious. It has my interest already, and I never saw Free Fire, but it was a film I really, I was really interested in seeing. So, um, that's got uh, enough going for it to interest me really. Um, the Mary Elizabeth Winstead being cast, or uh, yeah, is she actually been cast then for? Yeah, yeah, she Gemini has been. Man? Yeah. yeah. Um, again, when I was listening to the Empire podcast, they were talking about this, and they were saying that Gemini Man has been like a long gestating um, movie idea for Ang Lee, and he's had like this has been something for like twenty years or something. He's been trying to get going, um, and it's essentially like the, the kind of story for like the original Hitman game. Oh, so. Yeah. That, I think that's the like the kind of general premise of this movie it's going to follow. So that interests me. I like it when people have had a, a movie idea for ages and just trying to get everything in the right place for it. So sure. Um, look forward to that one. Um, for negative reasons, this um, solo Star Wars story, um, yeah. just because the synopsis is like you couldn't get more generic if you tried. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's got me a wee bit worried for what we're going to get through that. The fact we've still not seen... Or I think yeah. they, they released a, a picture for it, but... Like, oh, did they? I think it's one that's been floating about for ages, though. Um, so I'm really worried for that one now. I think that's going to end up being a bit of a flop. Um, and the only other things I would say is the Infinity War um, Smackdown bit. Obviously buzzing if there's going to be a moment yeah. like that. Uh, and the Chris Hemsworth as Thor, I'm sure I, I saw something the other day there saying that he said that he might not be finished as Thor. So well, well, the interviews from Jimmy Kimmel, and he said that officially he's finished. He's he's finished. Like he has, he's out of contract. He has no more scenes, and he was just saying like, basically like, oh, he didn't know if he soaked it up enough. I think he is open. To doing more Thor, I think because he enjoyed Ragnarok so much. Yeah. Um, but like officially at the moment, he's 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 yeah. no longer Thor. Mm. I think we will see Chris Hemsworth again. 
Yeah, he's not he, done too much else. He's also quite young. He's in his 30s, isn't he? Aye. So he's got loads of time on his side. So I was thinking, my my, my sort of geek brain went out, started running away with itself, and I was thinking, well, like, we've now got, MCU now has all access to all the X-Men. So you could have, like, you could have four die, and then you could have, like, Avengers v X-Men, and then, like, his clone could come back. Or not, not X-Men. Oh, well, uh, that happened in Civil War, though, didn't it? Yeah, no. We need, need to have a Civil War 2 then. <laughs> <laughs> and so that a false clone could come back. Do you know that bit I'm talking about in the comic? Aye, yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be Civil War, though, does it? It could be any comic, like... Aye. Where you could you could do that with him. Um, I, I agree with you with the, the solo a Star Wars story stuff. I was talking to one of the lads at work the other day, and, and he was saying, like, he, he, he really likes Star Wars, but he's not the biggest fan, but he says one of the... One of the things that was so good about the originals was the sort of era mystery. Yeah. That like and, and Boba Fett being the prime example of like here's this bounty hunter that that you know is really good at his job, but you don't really know that much about him. You've not seen him do that much actually, and like that stuff about with um, Han Solo. How did he meet Chewbacca? How like Lando? Like the, it's obviously going to be when he wins the Millennium Falcon. And it's like, it takes away the air of mystery about it because they always reference those things and I think it's a bit, it's a, I, I, as much as I have no problem with a solo movie, it's just like, he must have had other adventures other than those ones that we already know about and we don't necessarily need to know the full, every detail of what happened in, in those stories. Yeah. Um I think with, with that stuff as well, like I, I, I agree with you. I think it's something that um, Campia and Harloff and I always say about like how like you should follow the you know, like the Star Wars lore and expand it, not like keep it contained yeah. to just like Han Solo or whatever. Do stuff like Jedi's of the Night or uh, Knights of the Old Republic and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean that's the one the fans are crying out for. I mean, like I mean, like the 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 hardcore Star Wars fans are like they're desperate for the Knights of the Old Republic. Aye. Did you ever play the game, though? I've got it. Well, I had it on my phone. I don't know if I'll still have access to it once I get my phone back from the insurance people. It was good. I enjoyed it. I played it, like, years ago when I had an Xbox for whatever reason. Yeah, it's like an option game, isn't it? It's like whatever that's called. Is it RPG? Aye, aye, yeah. Aye. So, I, I really liked it, and it did have, like, a good story and a good, like, lore to it. So, and it was good that it was, like, I think it's set like thousands of years before Star Wars, so it's completely removed from anything that what's going on now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing, something else that stood out to me, was a couple of the, some of the stuff, most of the stuff you mentioned as well. I, I'm on, I'm on your side with that. Just the Oscars nominations getting announced next week. Um, I always like having a look through and then trying to catch up with things I've not seen before the Oscars come out, just so that we can um, sort of try and guess who's going to win. I was thinking, Ryan, I've not, asked, I've not said this to you outside the postcard, but the week before we should do a Oscar prediction show and see who wins. Aye, okay. That'd be good fun. Try and watch as much as, as possible. Some of the stuff, there's loads of things to... To watch, I may have to go on a couple of articles with some of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's always nice seeing new images as well, isn't it? Like, did you see the Zac Efron one? 
No, I've not actually saw that one yet, no. It's quite good. So as he does look... Um, yeah, it looks quite good. Does Zac Efron one? Um, Ant-Man and Wallace, Rick and Ralph. I mean, they're fine. Like, they're, it's kind of cool. We've kind of... I think it, the Ant-Man one would have been slightly better um, had we not already seen the suit for the Wasp at the end of Ant-Man. I know it's slightly different, but it's just two guys, a guy and a woman in a suit, in it? Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I said, obviously, the Post, the Commuter, are you going to go see any of these? Or even Coco? Um, I don't know. Um none of them are really striking a, a chord for me like the post is obviously something I probably should go and see but I don't know I feel like I need to be in a certain mood to go and watch a, a movie like that really um, right. so I don't know we'll see maybe I might, this may be a, a week to take off I'll definitely be going to see the post I don't imagine I'll see the commuter and I've already seen Coco so that's fine cool so well, next little segment is this week. It'll be a wee bit longer than most weeks, just because of how many movies we've got to get through. But Infinity War comes out officially on the twenty seventh of April, and had you started watching all the Marvel movies on the first week of January, it would take you up nicely to Avengers: Infinity War. So what myself and Ryan are going to do is we're going to count down from seventeen to one the best MCU movies. Now, what we've done is we both listed our 1 to 17. And so, if it was number 1, it gets 17 points. If it was number 17, it got 1 point. And then we uh, tallied up the scores and we came up with a joint list. So, there's positions on here that we don't necessarily agree with. But I think we sort of realised once we got to around about, was it 14, 13? I think so. It was only like one or two places out, wasn't it? It wasn't like it's... It's pretty. It was pretty close anyway, so I don't think any of us are necessarily unhappy with the list. If that makes sense. Aye, I would say so. Um, so we'll we'll count down the first at uh, seventeen as a joint effort that we considered the worst MCU movie is Iron Man Two. Yeah. Why don't you quickly say what you like and what you don't like about this film? Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. That's what I like about it. Um, yeah. What I don't like about it is Mickey Rourke. Um, the villain was awful. Um, Tony Stark's hair and beard were awful in this one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I've watched it. But you see, it's a bit weird. I'm just looking at it now. It's kind of like it looks like fake hair. Like it doesn't <laughs> look real. Um, so I I can't remember much more than that. I think the, yeah, we get our first introduction into like. Um, was his face war war machine in that one into it? Yeah, that that bit was okay in the park, but the but even the park like the sh- it looks like a fake park. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like a proper studio. Uh-huh. Um, you're right, with Scarlett Johansson being in it. I do like that, but that is also one of my problems with this film. I feel like this film, and and I know some people have that problem with some of the others, but I feel this is very much a let's set up the MCU film Aye. like it's like how can we just fit these people in to make it like look this is a bigger world than you already thought it was like this is look at all the cool things that are going to happen I don't like the fact that Tony Stark can somehow just become a Formula 1 driver <laughs> Aye. like I think that's stupid um, I think this is probably one of the first superhero films other than X-Men 3 where 
we're getting multiple fill-ins, and I'm not sure that was handled correctly, because obviously you've got uh, Whiplash, and you've got uh, Justin Hammer. Personally, I would have preferred just Justin Hammer. Aye. Uh, as the villain, uh, just Whiplash, like, out of there. Um, yeah, it's not great. You're probably right about Scarlett Johansson being the best thing in it. Yeah, um, um, I forgot about Sam Rockwell being in it as well. Like I, I liked him in it as and everything, but it was just I think as you say they were trying to do too much in too in too small a period of time. And the fact that I think because they had such a good reaction from like Iron Man one with the um, Easter egg on the end, then they tried to play on that too much and hit you over the head with it a bit. Yeah, I mean it is cool that like the the War Machine stuff was cool, but it was just there was. They were throwing too much new stuff in there. Um, so that's number 17. Uh, number 16 is The Incredible Hulk. Um, how do you feel about The Incredible Hulk? Nah, I hate it. I think this... I really? remember. Yeah, I think this may have been my, my least... Like, this may have been my it 17. Was, this, this was your... It was my 15, but it was your... It was your um, 17. Yeah, I just did not like it at all. I think I've only, to this day, only saw it once and I struggled to watch it. Um, I didn't like, uh, I like Edward Norton, but I didn't like him as a Hulk. I didn't feel like he was a um, convincing Bruce Banner. Um, I don't, I didn't like, um, what's his name, the, the villain guy. Um, like Tim Roth. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't like him in this. I didn't like the look of the Hulk. I didn't like the look of um, Abomination. I didn't like um, Betty Ross. I didn't like um, what's his <laughs> name, the uh, her dad. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, I, William Hunt as General Thunderbolt. I did not like that. See, the problem is for me. I one of the few people who actually preferred the Ang Lee one. The ah uh, right, uh, yeah, not for me. I liked the look of everybody in that, and I thought everybody matched their roles better, and so I was always comparing it to that one. And yeah, I just felt this was like one big CGI, CGI fest. So, nah, did not like this movie at all. Um, I will agree on the. I I don't like the look of the Hulk, and I don't like the look of the Abomination. Although I do like Edward Norton, and I do like Tim Roth as well, and I like William William Hunt too. I, I will agree on Betty Ross, but that's just more. A, I'm not a big Liv Tyler fan. In general, I always think she's one of those people that. I assume Sarah doesn't like. I feel like she's in the position she's in because of who her dad is. Yeah, like sort of thing. Um, I, I I like this film. I like that it's a a lot more subtle than the Ang Lee one, and less cheesy and ridiculous, in my opinion, anyway. Um, and I, I think it's one of the ones that it's a, it had a really good Easter egg in it as well. Like, not Easter egg, a really good end credit scene as well. Uh, with Tony Stark getting into the bar uh, to speak to to General Thunderbolt. Because it was just another a nice little way to con- to build the universe unlike the way Iron Man 2 tried to do it. Hi, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then number... 15 is Thor The Dark World yeah not a great movie again is it no I mean yeah it's just a bit 
I don't know. It's the it's the worst villain we've ever had in a superhero film. I think. Yeah. Malekith, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I. I think if Chris Hemsworth wasn't so good at Thor, and and uh, Hiddleston is Loki, then I'd, I this probably could have been a bit lower on on my list. So you, I think I had this at number sixteen. You. It couldn't have been much lower, it could only have been one lower. And you had it at number 15, Ernest. Did you have it at number 15? I think so, probably. Um, yeah, I would have had it at 15, I think. I, I think from, I think it's like what you say, it's from 14 onwards. Like, I, I kind of generally enjoy all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no, you're right, like, I would be the same. Like I, I would maybe fourteen uh, is something I'm. I'm not desperate to watch either. But like I, I, I wouldn't. I would be happy to watch it if somebody put it on, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the. I think the worst one about this is like, it's so unmemorable. Like, for the dark world. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing that really. That stands out is other than Malekith, who is just awful. Yeah, I think like kind of it's, it's like oh, take my words out there. Uh, slightly more memorable just because of events in um, Ragnarok that hark back to some of the stuff that happened, and so maybe makes you want to go back and watch it. For yeah, those kind of that's probably good. It's a good good observation there. Um, there, but, Ryan. I think, like, Thor the Dark World, along with the previous two films, are, like, if they were on TV, I probably wouldn't go my way to watch them. I would, like, maybe I'll try and watch something else instead. Thor the Dark World, maybe I would stick on just for the sake of sticking on, but, like, I, I, it's not it's not really, like, a, a great movie at all. No. Um, so, I would, like, as I say, where are the other movies that we've got on the list? I would probably... Like actually put them on um, first, uh, or I would actually, like go like seek them if they're on TV. But these three that we've mentioned, I would probably avoid just because I don't enjoy them. Yeah. See, when I look at our list, like obviously we won't go anywhere. See, from thirteen down for me, I could genuinely be sitting in a house and go, "I'm going to put that on." Like take Aye. my Blu-ray and put it on. Yeah. Like same. that's how I feel from thirteen down. At fourteen, I, I will swell. Well, We'll discuss it next week. Yeah. Um, so that the reason we're three weeks into January, so that's why we've done 17, 16 and 15. Uh, we'll try and do one of these every week. And uh, there, there are a couple, where, there's a couple of weeks where we do two in one week because they've both finished on the same same position. They both had the same score. So we'll discuss both of them in, in those weeks. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll continue to do that. If you've seen all the MCU movies, or even if you've not seen all the MCU movies, uh, hit us up on Twitter and let us know your order, or even just your top three or whatever, just let us know where you stand on the MCU movies. Um, Papa, you've got a Twitter question coming up, but if you're listening, Deadpool is not an MCU movie, I know it's your favourite superhero movie of all time, but that doesn't count. (laughs) So, uh, with that, moving on to Twitter... Um, at Papa Doug says, if you could be any character from a film, who would it be? Um, if you've got an answer, you go first here. Oh, no, you, you, I think it's your <laughs> turn to go first this time. Um, 
any. Probably Spider-Man. He was always my favourite superhero, so um, I like the, the abilities of Spider-Man and, um, yeah, just who he was. So Spider-Man probably would be up there. Um, I'm trying to think of a non-superhero. Yeah, because um, I would be, I would want to be Batman or Cap. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more so Batman, just because there's a wee bit, like, Cap's always Cap, isn't he? Whereas Batman, you get to be Bruce Wayne and Batman, like, two sort of different kind of characters. Um, <clears throat> in terms of um, non-superhero stuff, um, it's all action things. I can think of, like, John McLean would be pretty decent. Yeah. Not like old John McLean, no, like... Yeah, like, I mean, one. like, yeah, the first John McLean, not <laughs> not half-assed Bruce Willis phoning it in. John Wayne. Like, when people are shooting glass, like, you have to John walk Wayne? over it your... John Wayne? Oh, I cannot stand John <laughs> Wayne, man. Is that what, no, that's what you said there, John Wayne. Did I say John <laughs> Wayne? Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> I can't stand John Wayne. John Wayne's an arsehole. Have you seen that still get that uh, uh, tune of fat sketch? Uh, I with, Jack, with, Jack, with Jack and Victor. So good. Um, yeah, John McLean. Any anything else I can think of at the top of my head? I think for me, uh, a couple of others I'll mention who I wouldn't mind being. So Ferris Bueller seems like he's got a pretty sweet life. I wouldn't mind being him. Um, and Neo for the Matrix. Oh, good one. You can yeah. do stuff that nobody else can do, so aye. Yeah, Ferris Wheels, good. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they were the two that could. Batman and John McLean. Just want to kick ass, that's what I like to do. <laughs> if you're going to be a character in a film, like, you want to be somebody who's the guy who's the one doing the ass kicking. Um, cool, thanks for that, Papa. Um, another question from Moffat AG says, I'd like to know when you think the Marvel slash DC bubble will burst. Surely this volume of superhero movies is unsustainable as far as new stories and audience interest is concerned. Mm. I don't think the bubble will ever burst, at least not in the near future. No, I don't think so. In, in terms of the new story thing, the thing is, although, fair enough that... Um, I don't know if Moffat is uh, interested in superhero films. I don't imagine he does have much interest. And we've got a friend who who hates them. <laughs> we've got one who pretends he hates them, but he, actually he thinks they're all right. But we've got another friend who genuinely hates superhero films. Um, he got a new nickname this week, but we'll not say what that is. Go it's on. Ho- Go on. <laughs> um, and the reason I don't think that the the always because when you say about the new stories is the fact that. There's so much for these com- these movie studios to pull from in terms of content. Because like, these stories have been written since the 50s and 60s. And so, in terms of, yeah, we're seeing the same characters again, but it's genuinely new stories. Um, and I just think they are this generation's blockbuster movies. Maybe one day they'll, they'll, the bubble will burst, but I don't see it being for a while yet. Yeah, but all, all good things come to an end, so I think it needs to stop at some point, or it will stop at some point, but like, they, if anything, they're just getting stronger and stronger. Maybe not like on the DC side of things, but like the Marvel, like every movie like now is just like knocking out the park and doing like really good business, and 
I think that's like down to <clears throat> like what you're saying in the way of um, the stories, like new stories and stuff like that. Like every every movie is something different. Like we, we talk about it all the time, like how like Ant Man's like a heist movie and yeah. Um, Guardians like, is like space opera and all this type of stuff. So, um, yeah, they, they're changing the type of movie every time. So, although they're, they're all part of like the one big picture, they're different movies every time, and you're not getting the same thing. So, it's something that appeals to to everybody. I think at one point or another. I think as well they're making their audience bigger as well. In terms of this year, we had Wonder Woman, who it was the first superhero like that was led by a female. And obviously, the the great success that was, um, Marvel are going to have theirs soon with Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. They've also announced a Black Widow movie is going to be happening as well, which I think people will be excited about. We've got Black Panther coming out this year, which isn't the first superhero movie with a a um a black male lead, but it's certainly the biggest anticipated one. The reason I say that is because we had Blade. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. Before, which is a Marvel comics, like that's where Blade comes from. But this one is like, I mean, this has out. This is like the biggest pre sales ever. Is that right? Yeah, I think I remember hearing that. I like, which is insane. Aye. Like, do you, I mean, this isn't the Avengers Infinity War, which is probably going to, I'd imagine, beat it. When I say ever, I mean for like a Marvel movie, not like of all time. Which is insane, which just shows that if anything, the interest isn't dying down. Like, the interest is picking up. Now, I'm sure there's because that Chadwick Boseman's the lead character, and because it is a, a black cast, I'm sure there's a demographic of people who have, are interested in this that maybe wouldn't have been interested in before, and probably for the rightly so, what what is there to attract them to that? Um, but I just think it's going to increase. At yeah. least for the next few years, anyway. Before it, before it may be, I don't think it's peaked yet. I think you're right. Yeah, I think like it'll be interesting to see what happens after Avengers Four. Um, yeah, because then for I think a lot of people might check out at that point and think, right, that's me done it's, with it. There'll be a lot older by that point, like compared to when they started. So they might, I don't know. Especially if maybe characters die. Yeah, like like your Tony Starks, like your. Captain America's because those are the characters they love and maybe these new characters are for a different generation. I don't know. Aye, like that's the thing. Like if, if um, Avengers 4 finishes with a lot of people passing the torch and all the rest of it and then maybe the likes of X-Men are introduced then it might yeah. be like the end for like one generation but then for another generation it's like a whole new beginning really so um, but hard to say. As I say, I think it definitely will probably end at some point, and there'll be something new that comes along. But I don't see that being anytime soon, really. No, no, definitely not. And I hope it doesn't bust ever. Aye. Personally, I'll go see them all. If nobody else is going to see them, I'll be there in the cinema. And for anybody who's wondering, Hoggy's new nickname is Come Hog. I just had to see it. I did do that. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Any that's for Rangers and Hibs fans. That one. Aye. It's not as yeah because we signed Jason Cummins from from Nottingham Forest, not Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really no happy about it, which is quite nice. Aye. Anyway, this isn't a football podcast. 
this is a movie podcast, but more than the Rangers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's us this week. Nice chatting with you, Ryan. Thank you, it's a pleasure. What are you doing? What are you doing the rest of the day? I'm going to go and maybe play a bit of FIFA Ultimate Team, um, and then I'm going to work later. Ugh. I know. Fair enough. Can I make my hey. way through the snow? Oh, did you watch you don't slip? You may slip and hurt your coccyx. It's the worst thing ever. I'll do my best. It's the st- it's standing up from a seating position that's the worst. <laughs> it's so sore. Anyway, I've been sitting in the same position for ages now, so I'm dreading standing up after this. Ah, that'd be good. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter at MoviePodders and on Instagram as well as also MoviePodders. Uh, we also have a website, which is www.moviepodders.com. Um which we've still to do more stuff with, haven't we? Aye, yeah. We need to. We will. We will work on that. Don't you worry. Uh, and you'll find us doing many reviews on the Stardust app. I should be getting my phone back this week. Yeah, I forgot to do one yesterday or two yesterday. So I'll do things new. I'll do things new. So uh, I'll get some. Maybe catch up on a few reviews from what I've seen this year so far. But yeah, get in touch, guys. We love hearing from you. Oh, also. Um, we've got a. It might it, it it won't be tagged on to the end of this podcast because it's too long. Or we're over we're just over an hour now. So I think me and Ben spoke for about fifty minutes. But we've got a movies with friends with uh, uh, my friend Ben, uh, who is at oh what is it at Grunge City Benji on Twitter. Um, but that episode will probably be released be released tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow or Monday. Uh, and it's a movie with friends. We talk about Ben, about his favourite movies. He's just movies in general. Uh, but we've got a few lined up now. Right. We've, we've got one next week with our, our mutual friend, Robbo. Yes. Um, so we'll record that. And I've got a list of people who are willing to take part. So we'll probably have more of them coming up. Uh, maybe for the next few weeks, which is kind of cool. Aye, that'd be pretty good. So sometimes it'll just be... Either maybe myself or Ryan interviewing them, and sometimes it'll be both of us just trying to get a schedule together. But I'd imagine for the next few weeks we'll have a few of them coming out. So that's quite cool. Uh, But again, at MoviePodders on Twitter and Instagram, guys. It was nice speaking to you. Love yous. Bye. Bye.